Hi, I'm Dina Tripotis, and welcome to a special holiday edition of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. I say holiday edition because we're going to do something we've never done before on Whiskey Business. We are going to drink and watch and do a running commentary on the holiday classic, It's a Wonderful Life, a two-parter because it's a long movie, so we won't put you through a two-hour-plus podcast, but we, we will split it up. It's a Wonderful Life is a movie that I did not see until 1982. Uh, strangely enough, in the summer of 1982, I saw it at the Ohio Theater Summer Film Series. It was the first time I'd ever seen it. And uh, too dramatic to say that the movie changed me, but not too dramatic to say that it did not affect me because it did. I identified with Jimmy Stewart's character of George Bailey. And anybody who's seen the movie, I think identifies a little bit with George Bailey in some way, shape, or form. Since then, I've watched the movie every year. When uh, I was married at the time in 1982, we watched it. When I got divorced and was living in a little apartment above Clintonville Hardware, on Christmas Eve, when I was wrapping presents, oh, I know this is gonna sound really mushy, but I would play It's a Wonderful Life, drink, and wrap the presents, and it became kind of a an annual holiday thing for me. So, uh, the guest bottle is Old Overholt Straight Rye Whiskey, one of the most maintained whiskeys in America, dating back to the 1840s, back in Pennsylvania, now being... Um, Bottled and distributed by our good friends at Jim Beam and the Centauri Group. Um, it's a bad rap. It's on the bottom shelf, $16.99. But I'm telling you what, before the whiskey craze became what it is and ryes were not available in plenty like they are today, this is the one that was sitting on the shelf from the get-go. And actually, it's a very serviceable rye whiskey. It, it does not deserve the bad rap that it gets. Plus, I picked it because... If you are familiar with It's a Wonderful Life and Martini's Bar, I feel like this would have been served at Martini's. Good, straight, rye whiskey for men who want to get drunk. <laughs> All right, so that's the guest bottle. And my guest commentator is the one, the only, Johnny DiLoretto. A little bit of background. When we had Johnny on the podcast last time, we got into this movie, and he said, I can't watch it anymore. He forgot that he made a promise to me on that podcast <laughs> that come December, he would watch the movie with me and that we would do this, what we're going to do today, a running commentary. He forgot. I reminded him and I told him that he promised. And one thing Johnny DiLoretto does not do is break a promise, especially to a friend. So welcome, my friend. Thank you. Cheers. Here's no, your, yeah, thanks. I was, I was waiting. Here's your Jesus, glass. is he ever going to give me the glass here's of whiskey? Here's your glass. That was the longest intro. <laughs> I know. I took <laughs> a glass great. of whiskey like, oh my ever. God, he's got it in his hand. I'm I watching. <laughs> also, uh, to the right of me, our, our YouTube producer, John Whitney, hey. director John Whitney, yes. will also be offering some uh, director's commentary on the film from time to time whenever he feels he wants to or needs to. Yeah, I may, I may, I may uh, be too wrapped up in the movie to say one word. I think. And, of course, our audio <laughs> producer, Greg Hansberry over there. Hey. 
uh, as well. So, and for the record, I've never seen this movie. Oh my god! What the so, hell? Yeah. So this, now, is, see, this is a different perspective. This is, this is gonna make me nuts knowing that Greg has never seen this. his first time seeing this. You sh- you should leave. So, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, I just hate that you're gonna. This experience is gonna be with us two dingbats. It's like the worst the time of the whole to thing. To for the first time, but worst way. At, at least I could not think of a better way. way. At yes. least promise yeah. me this: that you will go watch this film in, in its in a proper setting again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll sit down with the with the wife in front of the. How old are you? Uh, 34. 34. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say yeah. I was 22 when I saw it for the first time. How old were you when you saw it? I was like 16. It was like 1985. 1985. And Johnny? I was like 18. Yeah. 18. All right. So we've all seen it at different times in our life. And for Hansberry, it's, it's your Christmas wish come true. So <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. Here's It's a Wonderful Life on Whiskey Business. I can't believe that they actually let this thing go into public domain for yeah. the longest time. What a shame, right? Well, mm-hmm. no. Otherwise, I don't think a lot of people would have... Uh... No, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, what a shame that it got, that it was got you know, swept under the carpet for Because so it long. wasn't a successful movie when it came out. No, but also, I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture, mm-hmm. you know? Got a lot of nominations, just underperformed. Right, it was up against, I think, the same week it opened uh, The Best Days of Our Lives. Yeah. And which that, won Best Picture. Right. Yeah, so. And that's a great movie, too. The Best Years of Our Lives. Man, they made some good movies. They made some good movies back then. And that was but Billy Wilder. This one. This one's special. Yeah, so you know, you, you've heard the story, right, about how... Um, uh, Frank Capra tried to talk Jimmy Stewart into this movie. Yeah. You know, after the war, he had nothing. No, the parts <clears throat> weren't coming like he thought that they would. And Frank Capra pitches him on this this crazy idea. And he just, on good faith alone, just said, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And he was tired, too. He had just gotten back, right? So he was, he was actually physically tired. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, they don't talk a lot about it, but he was also mentally damaged. He, he had flown so many bomber missions and lost so many men. Right. I didn't know that. This is Jimmy Stewart you're talking about? Or yeah, the Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Okay. A Imagine a time part. when Brad Pitt, George Clooney, uh, Ryan Gosling, they all go to war. Imagine that. Imagine your back. biggest movie stars going to fight in a war. It's like a real incomprehensible. War. They wouldn't let no. that happen now. It never happened today. So when I was 16, my family was sick. My family had some guests over there all playing cards downstairs. I see right. this. I'm flipping through the channels. I see this. This is what this, the first thing you see? Yeah, the planet. Oh, I saw the whole thing from the beginning. But what, what's the, the, the abrupt switch from that, like, kind of, you know, coming up from the streets, the houses, hearing the prayers, and then cutting to this, this cosmic globules talking to each other right. I was instantly hooked this see and trippy. I was instantly like I was in the first time I saw like what what the hell is this <laughs> when I when I saw it for the first time yeah I did too but I was like what it's crazy this is cool I've, I've never seen this scene before this is a visual effect in case you guys were wondering those aren't really two no. galaxies talking no. to each other not really heaven <laughs> actually no it's a uh, 
It's a sonogram. <laughs> that, that is, uh, <laughs> the top one is the interesting. Yeah. Is he sick? No, worse. He's discouraged. That he's, that line always gets me. He's discouraged. No, worse. He's discouraged. And the read on that line is he sick? No, worse. He's discouraged. That's one of those things that five years ago, ten years ago, I watched this movie. I, I would have cried instantly. Mm-hmm. Like it, watching this movie so many times, it becomes like a poem. It's like a song. You know, I like could see that. all the notes. That would be, that would have been my first tear cue. Do you find like the, the depending on what's going on in your life at the time? Yes. Uh, you pick up on different things. Yes, because there are times where I've watched this film and I've got nothing but joy out of it. And there's been times where I've watched this film and it's and 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 I like you, Johnny. I've bawled my eyes out yeah. throughout it at different times. And I think it does depend on where you're at in life. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I, the first time I, I discovered this movie, uh, it it still hadn't the copyright thing hadn't been worked out. So they were playing it ad nauseum mm-hmm. on uh, you know, and I watched this one that first night, and man, I found I I scared it up in the TV guide like the next twenty times, and I watched it that first year maybe ten times, the first year I'd ever seen it. Mm-hmm. I became obsessed with it. Um, but you know what's interesting now I look back I'm 49 years old I look back and I'm like, what what could this movie have meant possibly meant to, you, to a 16 year old depends on what you were but going man, through man well, I don't know you know um, I don't know I just if you maybe we can maybe we should go back and listen to Johnny's uh, last podcast with us because you talked about your childhood <laughs> in that one so there might have been some stuff going on that we can connect well, the dots. I was hammered. I don't know what I told you. Oh, you said a lot, my friend. You said quite a lot. But it also uh, registered with a lot of people. And there he goes into the ice. Yeah. I was kind of curious in whether this was shot at RKO Studios or at the Fox lot because Fox had that big pool that they would shoot all the Buzzy Berkeley films on. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious on how where they shot this. Hmm. I was researching. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. I've also always wanted to. After watching this movie, wanted to go down a, a snowy hill on a shovel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I've never done I'm gonna that. I'm going to try that. There he is. The meanest. Henry of Potter. The this is probably the first Dickensian man in the county. The yes. Hits, right? The entrance of Mr. Potter. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. There's the love of his you life. Know, it's like now watching this, like, it's the motion, mm-hmm. how he gets swung in mm-hmm. through the door. Mm-hmm. And then the hee-haw, and then cut to Mary. Like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, poetry. Like, you know, every, like stuff is happening on a level that just happy accidents, moment by right. moment. Uh, Uh-oh. And there's the uh, Violent Bick. Soon-to-be Tom Floozy. <laughs> I love her line here. She was here first. I'm still thinking. Shoelaces? Please, Georgie. I like him. You like, like all everybody. the boys. See, dude, I could make you crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Help me down. Help you down. Help you down. Yeah. Good Lord. Hey, what do you think this is? And that kid actually has like a Jimmy Stewart delivery. <laughs> Help yeah. you down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In I that, in they, that uh, moment. I wonder if they ever... And like they practice, you know, hung out together. Or if he gave him any, I don't know, but that I love that it, he's got a like perfect Jimmy Stewart delivery. Say, brainless, don't Say you know brainless. where coconuts come from? Look at here. 
From Tahiti. He's had big dreams ever since a child. Uh, Tahiti. Yeah. Either of you guys ever have a subscription to National Geographic magazine? My Never. dad did. Or else where I, they didn't have Playboy in the yeah. house. Yeah. So yeah, I did. Saggy boobs. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And recently, saggy boobs with like uh, bones through them. And <laughs> yes. Shit. Yeah. I got Horrible. a weird fetish yeah. now because of that. <laughs> I'm going out exploring someday. You watch. See like this. How he shakes that ice cream scooper with that ice cream. It gets like, it, you're like, oh my god, it's gonna fly off of there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It draws you in in a way that. Yes, sir. Oh, this next scene is like really, really How sad. awesome! So I, I, I was Baxter Warner, right? Uh, Warner, Warner Ga Baxter, Gower. Old yeah, man Gower. Old man Gower. Yeah. The the so, actor's yeah. name escapes me at the moment. Yeah, but, I think it's Warner Baxter or something like that. But yeah, that telegram that he gets and the scene that's coming up that John's talking about when I first saw it, I, I jumped. Yeah. In in, in my seat in yeah. the theater, like. At how abusive it was. Mr. Gower, He's so good, man. What a great Anything? drunk. Look, look at this. Yeah, H.B. Warner. H.B. Warner. That's it. H.B. Warner. Thank you. He I played Jesus yeah. Christ in the silent. Uh, Did he? Yeah, he played Christ in a. He is really, really good in this scene. By the way. Yeah. I know that there's small towns in America that are, you know, still like Bedford Falls, but you know, I, I've always wanted to go to a, spend a Christmas in a small town like that where, they have the diphtheria. You know, they have Christmas still meant something. Yeah. Well, you know where you should go. Is it a charge, sir? Indiana, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Indiana, Pennsylvania. That makes no Mr. sense. Oh, it's the home of Jimmy Stewart, right? <laughs> Birthplace of Jimmy Stewart. Right. Oh, that's what they do it. No, I'm saying, like, if you want to go to a small town and experience Christmas in a small town like this, it's not unlike Indiana, Pennsylvania, where you could take, like, a tour and, you know. Mm -hmm. a, but, they, a, but they do it up. They do it up, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, do it up. That's nice. what I'm talking about, yeah. The old building alone. There, Captain Cook. Where you hidden? Courtesy, Papa Billy. Some other time, George. <laughs> it's important. See, now we got coffee mugs and so there. There. What's the what's the string on this pinky? Oh, he has to remember stuff. Right, right. Yeah. But what what does he remember? Uncle Billy. <laughs> He's supposed to call the bank examiner. Uh, this guy. Uh, what's his name? Thomas. Uh, it's so it's so ridiculous. That I can't remember this now. It's okay. You've watched it for a while. Thomas Mitchell. Thomas Mitchell. Great character actor. One of the great character actors. Jimmy Stewart and him co-starred in uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These families have children. Not my children. But there's Jimmy Stewart's mom played his mom in that as well. What's that? The woman oh, yeah. who played Jimmy Stewart's mother also right. plays his mother. I used to know her name. Um, and as much as I hate Potter, what a magnificently, wonderfully portrayed piece of shit bad guy. Lionel Barrymore. And I know I'm talking too much because you turned the volume up. That's what I. That's what I do at home. When when I'm trying to watch. No no I have. As you turn it back down. I have a hearing. Deficit. I'm torn between actually talking about it and watching it. So I know. I, I get. I get. Sucked up. You know what? I'm. I'm erring on the side of talking about it because yeah. uh, I don't want to get emotionally waylaid. Who's you get to the hour ago? Here we go. It sounds like me. 
this is like this is like really this. Bad. You know what? Did you hear what I said? Yes, uh, I what kind of tricks you play? Oh, man. He really hit him, I believe. So. I, I don't see how he could not have. <laughs> and then the blood. Uh, yeah, the blood coming out of the ear. He's bad here. The editing is so great. I know you're upset. You got the telegram and you're upset. It's weird, It's a weird, right? It's weird to cut from the same shot to just a closer... Right. That's how they did it back then. But it's also really effective. And to shoot through the shelving. Yeah, right. Also great, right? Yeah. Look at that. How beautiful. He's framed between those glasses. The wateriness of his eyes. And the and the reflection of the glasses. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> so he was drunk and he gave the dude he wrong gave medicine. He gave the wrong medicine. Would have killed the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Would have killed him. And he went to ask his dad what, what, to, what do. to do. And this, see this case. I'm getting goosebumps right now. How this generous a human being young George is. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. He's he doesn't comforting this guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, man. I want a big one. I, I want a what big, big one. one. <laughs> that and that was the first time I, I think I'd ever. Oh, this is tight. This freeze frame is cool. Who is it? George Bailey. It's a good face. Oh, you mean the kid that had his ear slapped back by the druggist? That's the kid. And ever since that scene, it's a good face. I have been struggling to find the perfect bag. <laughs> the perfect suitcase <laughs> to travel with. Yeah. The all-purpose. This is the ultimate suitcase <laughs> slash bag. GD, GD product. Uh, plenty of room yeah. here for labels from Italy and Baghdad, Samarkand, Crick Bix. Uh, this guy's so I see good. A combat, huh? yeah, I, I think Jimmy like Stewart was doing things job, back talking, here, and that well, first go back to at the beginning of his career in the early, the mid '30s. Leading up to uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and some of the stuff he did in that movie, he was doing method acting stuff before they had the, the name for it. 20 years later in 1950, Brando gets credit for doing all this method acting, like naturalism, like naturalistic um, gestures and whatnot. Jimmy Stewart was doing that stuff 20 years before that. Sure, he was. The, the hemming, the hauling, the. And it wasn't fake. It no. was that's that was him getting at how people talk and how they behaved, you know. Yeah, it was like not words don't come to people smoothly. People search for words, and that's what he did. Exactly right. And he had some really hard lines, like in the Philadelphia story. He has to say, uh, "There are fires banked down inside you, hearth fires and holocausts." Mm -hmm. He's got to say that when anybody else says it. It sounds like an asshole sing. Right. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Storp takes that impossible line hey, and That's makes it sing. I love this. I've said that many oh, times, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, I do, the, I do that, too. When anybody compliments me on something <laughs> I'm wearing, yeah. this, this whole thing. When he says, I got to go see the wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Graham. Would you? Yes. One of the I great character actresses. How would you like to? Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, I would. How would you Let's like go. to bang the shit out of her? <laughs> Basically, this is where Over would you started. I'm gonna <laughs> see what the wife's right. doing. Look, they all got they all got hot. George, Harry, you're shaking My second crank cue is coming up here. Oh, let them alone. I wish I was up there with them. Carry on, carry on. Yes, the when they when they George, when they sit and talk. Yeah, father and son. Yeah. Uh, you were born old. Yeah. Or something. You were born older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he goes. And he says, say, Pop, 
If it was like, does it say oh, God, safe pop? Yeah. If it wasn't me talking, right or what? Is this? <sighs> Ma Bailey, you idiots! That, that, I loved. I always loved that too because it reminded me of a real family. Yeah, sure. I don't care. It's George talks. Annie, my sweet, if you got those pies. You lay a hand on me, I'll hit you with this broom. Annie, I'm in love with you. There's a moon out tonight. <laughs> what the hell? Smack the ass. Little smack of the ass. <laughs> And you know, you know what sucks is you couldn't show that today. No. But it's bullshit because in the in reality, people do stuff like that in mm -hmm. in real when, life. In real life, in when real you're moments. intimate in a familial sure. context, you will do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you look tired. Oh, I had another tussle with Potter today. Look at old buzzard. The fact you can barely understand a word that Jimmy starts saying in his mouth is full. He hates everybody that has anything that he can't have. Hates us mostly, I guess. Another line that always stuck with me. Sick in his mind, sick in his soul if he has one. Ever met anybody like that? Yeah. Great so. They're usually news directors. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I was going to say, how long did it take to get there? <laughs> Only about 10 minutes in. How long are we into the film? Boys and girls and music. Why do they why need do they gin? gin? Tell us, Dino, why do we need gin? Why do we need whiskey? Why? Because it's... You know, George, I wish we could send Harry to college. This, watch. Your mother and I talked it over half the night. Mm. We have that all There's a, out. There are a couple of moments yeah, I think I might. It might happen yet, though. where Jimmy Stewart. Pretty young for that job. We'll so say, how's that? He'll go, how's that? Yeah. yeah. Knowing yeah. that his character's right ear is oh, or yeah. left ear is yeah. see right, right there. Right. Yeah. He leans in. in. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? So good, man. Oh well, you know what I've always talked about: build things, design new buildings, plan modern cities. See right here, he's still Jimmy Stewart is still in his mind on track. Oh, yeah. He's leaving, man. Yeah. The world he's is excited. Right the door, now. yeah, he's going. Idealistic, and he's got to break his father's heart. Well, I, I... <laughs> why don't you draw up a chair? Then you'd be more comfortable. And you could oh man. I would if I yeah. thought I had anything yeah. worth listening to. So good. You and right here when he says, I'm going to miss her. I'm going to talk about it. No, no, Pop, I, I couldn't. I, uh, I couldn't face idea being cooped of... up for the rest of my life in a shabby little office. Uh, the... Saving two cents on a length of no, pipe. I'm sorry, Pop, I didn't mean that. I, but I, it, it's this business of nickels and dimes and spending all your life trying to figure out how to save three cents on a length of pipe. I go crazy. I, I want to do something big and something important. You know, George, so much of this language is just buried in my head. Like, you know, oh, yeah, for sure. Satisfying a fundamental urge. It's deep in the race for a man to want his own This, this message, mm -hmm. this message right here, I mean, it, it, it applies today. I mean, if you talk to somebody, uh, even us, you know, about if you, if you were, if you, we're both from Steubenville. Yeah. And we got out of Steubenville. Right. And if you would, if someone would have said, you know, you're, you know, I'd like you to stay and 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 work at the mill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Maybe part of the reason why this movie resonates so deeply and acutely with me is, um, you know, I had dreams of getting out of Steubenville. I I wanted to go to film school in New York. I wanted to, I wanted to become the good-looking Woody Allen. 
That was my goal. I don't think it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> because it hasn't happened. I was gonna. I was gonna do it. I was gonna it's be still that. Time. And uh, you know, I didn't have the guts. I didn't have the guts to to make to 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 roll the the dice on that. Ah oh, man, and, and, I think you're being too hard on yourself when you say you don't have the guts. Well, I didn't. I'm f- almost 50 years old, which I know is hard matter, for people man. listening to believe when they hear this voice. I understand. That guy's 50. <laughs> it sounds like a 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I sound yeah. like uh, I sound well, like Jimmy Stewart. Steubenville. I d- yeah, uh, 150 miles west. Doesn't <laughs> matter. You got out, and you've yeah. done it. You've done things that you probably never imagined that you would right, do. Right. I know. But you see what you you're telling me right now. You're telling me you're you're giving me the narrative of this movie right now. That the, well, it's your listen, narrative. It's my narrative. No, I know. What, right? I'm not. I never thought I'd be the good-looking I'm, Woody Allen. I'm just. Saying, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I get it. I get it. The things that I have accomplished, the things that I do have, the, the people who I do love and that love me. That's the lesson of this movie. I mean, yeah, I didn't do that thing, but there's a lot of great stuff. I'm not discounting it. What I'm saying is, it's, you know, it's, you look back. This movie is about dashed dreams, right? And finding mm-hmm. the beauty in the dreams you didn't see, where you were just sitting on your whole life. So, right? are you saying that? Oh, obviously, life would have been different if we stayed in Steubenville. Are you saying uh, not? Not to be a spoiler here with the film for those that have never seen it, like Hansberry, but do you think we could have carved out a wonderful life in Steubenville if we would have stayed? Uh, no, that see, wow, that's interesting. I wasn't even thinking of that. Um, or if, or, or, or if life had dictated something to the effect that we couldn't have left Steubenville, that we had to stay in Steubenville. Yeah. Like George, things happened to George where he right. had to stay in Bedford Falls. If things would have happened to us where we had to stay in Steubenville, you know what? I, I we would have adjusted, dude. Maybe we would have adjusted, or I would have committed suicide. No, no, no. You, like, no. you mean like Alfalfa right there? Who like shot Al- himself yeah, in there's the head? Albert Schweitzer, right? <laughs> Alfalfa. Look how beautiful Donna their profiles Reed. are. She's a babe. Donna Look Reed. At, I love how their profiles kind of. Mm-hmm. You just you want them to kiss. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was gonna say is, had I followed my dream, has had I left. Uh, Steubenville and gone to um, New York City, I wouldn't have had our friendship. And I think about those kind of things. Well, I guess that's in a, in a way. You know what yeah, I mean? I would yeah. have never met you. And yeah, you're right. You're and those right. are the kind of things like and, and your I life take would stock have been, of. Your life would have been less for it. I understand. It, I it absolutely would have. <laughs> I would have committed suicide you. in New York City. <laughs> I would, have, I would have been. There would have been like, somebody in would have said, "What apartment. are you missing in your life?" I'd be like, "This surly Greek, surly, surly <laughs> Greek drinking guy." I feel like there's a hole in me, the shape of a surly, well manicured, bearded, no, well, not drinking, that man, not that well manicured. But thank you. I, like I love it. this day. I love this scene. I lo- yeah. So man. was this shot in in Burbank High School or? Oh, or? I thought Beverly Hills High School. But Beverly, you're be right. You're right. Beverly Hills. Yep. And the whole... There's Violet again. And Sam Wainwright. Yeah. Which is weird. Why would he be at this high school uh, dance? Because anyway. he's one of those guys, that, you know, <laughs> that uh, never got never got over being in high school. Yeah, you know what's great, though, is they don't point that out. 
Yeah, like, right. they don't point that fact out that that's Sam Wainwright. It was a different time. Did you know time. there's a swimming pool under this floor? In Featherwood. <laughs> did you know did that you behind you causes this floor to open up? And it's no good. Senior prank. Uh, George Bailey yeah. is dancing right over that. Oh, this is George Bailey's right over the crack. Ugh. But what's really cool See is here? that this is a real pool and a real gymnasium. Yeah. yeah. And this physically was shot live. Right. Audiences saw camera. this and thought this was some big effects. Like this yeah. didn't exist. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like so this that, is that is awesome. He's so into the foxtrot, he doesn't notice. No, yeah. this is uh, hilarious. No, it's, it's, uh, I love it when the kids get back. I, I hate to harken back to the first time I saw it in the theater, but the audience, even at the, even in that summer in 1982, watching this scene, you see the crowd going crazy, <laughs> and everybody in the audience was just <laughs> laughing and going like, whoa. And, and I was too. Like, are they going to go in? They have to go in, yes. right? Yes, of course they do. Boom. <laughs> I love how high his leg comes That's up. That's such a classic. And that guy's mad. And it just keeps Still going. dancing. Yeah, she's laughing. Oh, my God, what joy capturing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then here comes everybody. Everybody. Now, I don't know I if I'm going to be mad at you at the end of this or happy that you made me <laughs> I, I don't know either. But I, you know what? I'm willing to take that chance because... <laughs> me too. I, uh, I, I think it was important that you and I watch this movie together and, and get it out. <laughs> <laughs> As I told you in a text message when you were leery about it, what I tell you, sack up, George. Yes, yeah, sack up. <laughs> That's right. Oh, so my God. One of the great sequences of all time. That this one coming this, up? Yes. That which which that part of this? The whole thing? Damn. Look, cut it, the, just uh, cutting to I that right there at that moment. And the way he says, all the God, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, hot dog, hot dog just, just like an organ. I told Harry I thought I'd the be robe, the uh, the textures the of it are so great. I had to knock down three people to get this stuff we're wearing here. Well, let me let me hold that yeah. old wet dress of yours. Now this is one of those the scenes where you can hear Jimmy Stewart's you, you look naturalistic you know, performance. The way he approaches language and time. listens, reacts. Yeah. Why don't you say it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I will say it. How old are you anyway? 18. 18. 18. Why was it was only last year you were 17. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. Oh, no, no. She's only Just right. 17. Your age fits you. Yeah. Sir, you look a little older without so your clothes on. I, I really mean, beautiful. With, with a and dress, you look no, older. I think I may have actually uh, uh, sought out some uh, VHSs at the time. Sir, uh, I, I, I think I ended up going to the store and buying some old Donna Richos. Oh, really? To watch her. <laughs> to, oh, to well, yeah. me, lady. You may kiss my hand. Mm. Love it. Love it. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Mary. <laughs> hey, Mary. I should kiss you right about now. Okay, then I'll throw her off. So this is a great story about Jimmy's story. You see how he's holding his pants up right here? Mm-hmm. World War II breaks out. He says, I'm going to enlist. He goes down to the uh, the office, whatever, you know, what they, where they would go to enlist. Recruitment? Um, yeah, the recruitment office. Uh, he doesn't pass the physical. They say you're too, you're, for your height, you're too skinny. Jimmy Stewart had an out. He did not have to go to World War II. He went, he left the office, the recruitment office. He went and he ate for two weeks straight. Everything. He put on enough weight, he went right back, and he said, let's do this thing. Wow. And he enlisted. 
Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. Different time, brother. <clears throat> wanted to go. Different time. Hey, yeah, he wanted to go. So when you're watching this scene, right, he's got such youthful exuberance. This is a man who went to war. Yeah. And had been damaged by it. What'd you wish, Mary? There's always glue, man. She's the glue. She's the glue. Yeah. She's the glue. Right. Well, did she throw her rock yet, or was I yapping? Yeah, she, she did. And that, that was all live in camera, right? Okay. So she threw her rock, and you realize that that's the moment every dream of his dies. Chris. Yeah. Downer. You're such a downer. It's her John. fault. That's yes. <laughs> you're blaming. You're, you're blaming Mary. Yes. You don't think she, that she wishes to be with him. She wishes that he'll stay there and be with her. And her wish is but what. But that's made her him wish. Stay there. She has a. She's, okay. She's, well, she canceled his wish out. Better rock. Better throw. <laughs> right. Or I maybe mean, it. It for me, it happens in that moment. Right now, you can say, you don't have to put a negative spin on it, like. I think you just did. <laughs> but all these other great things happen to him, you know, his whole life. Yeah, but you don't know that now. When right. you're watching it, well, are you saying when you're watching, if you're watching this for the first time, you're saying, well, or even for the second time. Probably you know, the second time. Second because time. Because when you go back up. and think about it, he throws his rock, right? Yeah, right. Makes his wish. Right. And then she throws her rock. And then makes her wish. Right. And so, it cancels out his wish. Why does it cancel it out? Why can't it just be equal not, not, wishes? Because none of it happens for him. But why can't they just be equal wishes? She's saying her why's, wishes why, are why more powerful than his wishes? Than so woman's wishes are more powerful, John. What are you saying? <laughs> you don't even have to ask that. They have vaginas. Everything they do is more powerful. <laughs> That's right. I was married for over 25 years, and they're more powerful. Okay, I give up. Where are you? Over here. Uh-oh. In the hydrangea bushes. <laughs> In the vagina bushes. <laughs> there you are. I like that they had to specifically tell you what, what yeah. they couldn't just say in the bushes. The yeah. hydrangeas. In the hydrangea bushes. Which is this great. This is a very interesting situation. Please give me my robe. Mm. And here's the first... Get in a situation like this every day. Here's the first like manifestation of her wish. Not in Bedford Falls, Right? Anyway. Just when something oh, good is going to happen to him. Just when he's going to experience George something really great. Give me my robe. I've Shit happens. Like this, but I never... Shame I... on you. I'm going to tell your mother on you. Well, my mother's way up in the so corner. So... I'm, I'm blaming everything on her. You blame everything on Mary. On that's not to say... <laughs> she's... That I'm going to she's and yet great. she's the glue. Right. She's amazing. I... Who wouldn't want to be married to her? Uh, not you, this, apparently. I don't know, man. I'm just it. saying. Listen, I'll how can you even argue mind. this? She makes the wish, and all the bad shit starts to happen. Okay, all right, yeah, but I don't think it's because of her wish. I never thought of it like that. Well, your father's had a stroke. Thanks to Mary. Thanks to that George, get in the car. Your father's had a stroke. Thanks to Mary's stupid fucking wish. Fucking playing around in hydrangea bushes. That was in the original. She knows it. She knows it. Her wish is what did. Oh no, she's because she's a witch. No, no, no. She's worried about George. No, she's actually. I don't know. You look at that close up. I think you could argue that in that moment she's she's. Empathizing, but also maybe there's a maybe bit of like maybe I have powers I'm not aware of. Maybe I have powers I'm not aware of. I don't know. Maybe. Oh come on! It's also a great scene. We should put a, a, a horror film score to the back <laughs> behind this. Change the whole yeah, thing. This go. obviously is awesome. George's uh, giving uh, this comeuppance yeah. to Potter is right amazing. 
Have you ever done that? Oh, been able to really rail have you, someone have you like been that? Ever, ever been able to really great give, question. give someone up their comeuppance? That's a great question. And no, that's why I don't watch this movie anymore. <laughs> One of the reasons. <laughs> to have a scene like that, to have a mo- or have a moment like that yeah, well, I'm in, trying to in, think in life that. or in work. I'm trying to think. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think you probably have. You probably don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe can I have some more? Yeah, you can have all you want. <laughs> so there's Please, something. Please, sir. There's yeah, some, some, some more. more. Different movie, different podcast. But there's rice? no. Good lord. There's something that's coming up in just a few minutes. That's like a, the way that uh, Frank Capra uses the camera with people acting within the camera frame. And how he goes from a wide shot to close up, mm-hmm. and I think it's a theme of like how life is closing in on George. Oh, Bailey. interesting. And there's there's like mental shifts uh, that happen within just one shot. When we get to that scene, that. but there's one coming up too. Another example here. Another example of it, not the one you told me about earlier. Yeah. Okay. And we're we building him a house worth five thousand dollars. Look at Jimmy Stewart's face. Why? Well, I handled that, Mr. Potter. You it's have kind of a little bit of shame right there. I'm sorry that I did that. Friends of yours. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. You see, if you shoot pool If you shoot pool or play poker at Dino's, then you're going to get a house. He thinks he's on the catbird seat right now. He is. He always thinks he's in the catbird seat. Potter, watch Jimmy Stewart's face. No editing. It's all that happens in one. He's in the moment, man. There you go. Stick up for your dad. Boom. Watch how he leans in. He's going to lean in for a second. His thumb. I love that gesture. Blah, 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 says Potter. Here, you're all businessmen here. Doesn't make them better citizens. Doesn't make them better customers. You, you said that they. What'd you say just a minute ago? They, they had to wait and save their money before they even thought of a decent home. Wait, wait for what? Until their children grow up and leave them. Until they're so old and broken down that the. Yeah. You know how much thousand dollars? Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about. That. Mm-hmm. How he leans in. That's what Spielberg does with a camera. Jimmy Stewart just well, did it with his body. Well, too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath. Anyway, my father didn't think so. People were human beings to him, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Well, in my book, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. I'm not interested in your book. Man, I'm talking hard for about me the very yeah, That's a great moment. I know very well what you're talking about. You're talking about something you can't get your fingers on, and it's galling you. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Well, I, I, I've said too much. I. No, you didn't, you're the, Jimmy. You're the you said just you enough. In previous podcasts, we talked about our old men, our fathers. I've yeah. never had a moment like that where I defended my old man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. You know And I'm sorry for that. I wish I wish there would have been a moment in my life where I could have stood mm-hmm. up <clears throat> and defended him. Yeah. But being the type of father he was, he wasn't 
He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't Peter Bailey. He wasn't no. Peter Bailey. My dad was not Peter Bailey. Either. No, either. So you know, it's um, like. But I have had that. You know, like I, I was estranged from my dad. From my dad for many years. I love, by the way, that I can be estranged. Mm-hmm. That I was estranged <laughs> because when I was a kid, and I read movie descriptions. Yeah. I always saw that word estranged. Estranged. And I was like, that sounds so fucking cool. That's, a, that's what <laughs> I, I want to be. I want to be estranged. I don't know what you wish for there. Yeah. I don't so, hate my father. I'm estranged comes a, from him. Yeah. This is the shot I was talking about though. This oh, right is the here. Shot? So What's up with the fucking it's bird? It's coming up in just a second here. So What's the a, he's about to leave, right? And he's, right. he's about to leave. He's finding out now that they're about to... Oh. That they'll only go with the saving the loan if it right here. So oh, yeah. his life is open. He's about to walk through a certain door into a close-up. His God. world is closing. Damn, it's so good. His world is uh, closing. To answer your question, Greg, yeah, the, the, bird. animals, uh, the birds, there's a bird and a squirrel in this movie. Capra used to have them on set. The Raven, yeah. The Raven mm-hmm. was always on set, so they just let it. They just kind of work it in. And they never explained why it's. Man, it's you in just this it's movie. Uncle Billy and his he's crazy bird, he, he, crazy yep, Uncle Billy bird sh- shit yep. lying around, birds and squirrels. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and, and now so he oh stays. He I'm stays, like, and now he's excited again because now his brother's back. And I'm gonna here we go. Yeah, I'm going to point out to you all here. What I think is one of the finest moments in screen acting ever. Is it happening right here? It, it happens does ha- during this, this is, scene. We're this about is, to take, say so the same thing. This is, where, this, is, this, is the, this is the scene that Johnny also pointed out to me. So I'll, I'll okay. let the two you Johns. Do you do it. Go, no, okay. no, 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 no. Let well, I'm going to tell let you. The two Johns go at it. I'm going to tell you right here. Right, he finds out that his. Watch his face. Do not take your eyes mm-hmm. off of Jimmy Stewart's mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. First of all, he discovers that his brother got married. Right. Right. But the second thing is, he discovers that he's stuck again. Mm-hmm. He, he gets stuck again, right? What, what Johnny said to and me earlier. all the yeah. other characters walk off screen. You watch Jimmy Stewart process this information. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be pissed? Is he going to be a dick? Is he going to be a douchebag? Is he going to be rude? No, you watch him put all his feelings to, aside to be happy for his brother's marriage. Mm-hmm. And he goes from crestfallen to smiling in the span of a few seconds, it's for me one of the great achievements in screen acting. Mm-hmm. Right here, watch. Yep. So we'll pop into a, another close-up here, and I, that's kind of the same theme of, of the way Capra uses the frame. So his life was open and with with certain with uh, with hope and dreams that he had. Right. Right here, watch this. And right here, right. He's thinking everything is going. His whole life is going. But then it, then it goes into a close-up, which means his, his now, life is closing he in and he's changing, right? Right. Bumps that person. Yep, making the decision to take the high road, right? And then he smiles. It's yep. fucking beautiful. Yeah, and then we go into a two-shot. It's beautiful, man. It opens back up to hope because she's got the hope of her future. And, and now he's and selfless again. Yep. He's selfless again. So we're now, on the same page, Johnny, on this one. Yeah, John, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's the one that he, I've always he, seen, he pointed seen that out to me before you really? got here. Really? That's so good. And I said, I'll never look at this scene the same way again. Wow. And no, I won't. I, I love how he bumps into that woman and he's mm-hmm. just like, he's still, doesn't his even eyes phase are him. darting yeah. around. And, no, he's too, he doesn't even and say And then excuse he puts me. it all aside. Does he though? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, in that moment, he, he does. He has to push it all yes, down. Yes, but in that moment, he does. Do you see this, the the joy he gives them? He like honors. He their... gives them, gives them the joy, but but you know, there's no big decisions made at that point. I mean, his brother said well, he was going to pick up the slack. Yeah, but I think but he understands. He's, he's already resolved. He's got to stay around to keep I up think the family he knows business. He's already resigned himself it? to the he fact knows that he's, he's staying. Fu- his brother's not going to do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, because he's got to take over the, the family brother's business. Brother's selfish right. fuck. Right, oh. his brother's not doing <laughs> that. Yeah, I got it. <clears throat> yeah. You know what? I, I always thought that, that was bullshit, the middle one. The middle like, one? Like, I thought that, that, like, when you're so drunk. There's three of them? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, this is true. I got really upset one night and put down an ungodly amount of whiskey. <laughs> and I got really mad, and I was going to go... Fucking off and tell somebody I was gonna go do this thing, right? I had saying I got in my car, which is stupid. I know right. I got in my right. car, right? No uh, judgment. I uh, <clears throat> I got in my car and I started driving down my street, and I and I saw all the parked cars, and there were like three or four of them, like in the, you know, and I had to like close one eye, and then focus on the fact that okay that. Yeah. I, I eliminated two of them now, right? And I immediately parked the car and got out. And I was like, "This is crazy," but that is true. You will at, at, you at saw some three. point. I saw three. You saw three. Yeah, I saw three of them. <laughs> Don't know if I saw I three. Have no? ever seen three? I've no. seen two. I've seen two, <laughs> but never three. Yeah, I thought, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was seeing three. I, I picked seen the middle six one? during bed. Spins, I picked I the middle one. Yeah, <laughs> when I closed one eye, I was smart enough, by the way, to close one eye. Yeah. And when I closed one eye, I eliminated, really I eliminated two. Does that really help? Yes. Closed one eye and I eliminated two. You should have one of those cool DP patches in your <laughs> back pocket. And I pulled it right over. <laughs> you pirate patch. Mm -hmm. She played his mom uh, at least three or four times. Right. She did. Yeah. Uh, in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. In another movie called Of Human Hearts. Right. which is. I wonder what the age difference really was between them. He was probably, what, 32 or 33 or something like that? Yeah, he's in his... Well, this is 49, so probably his mid... This is 46. 46, sorry. So, uh... I'm not sure. It's like when Donna Reed said 18. Beulah Bondi? She's not 18. Beulah Bondi? Early 20s. Thanks, Greg. Born yeah. in 89, 1889. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. So can you, can you find out how many times she played his mom? Uh, she died in 81, almost was 100 years old there. Wow. Uh, uh, not there, by the way, well, right. Penny's uh, Serenade. Oh, uh, Penny's Serenade. Penny's Serenade. That's uh, Cary Grant. That's, that's Cary Grant. Oh, okay. Uh, Myrna Loy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's yeah. in the Waltons. I don't know, without knowing who's all. This is great. The way she reacts to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Makes me miss my mom. She would do that shit, you know? Good night, Mr. Bailey. Oh, man. And still, this Are both your parents gone? My father's gone. My mother's still... Okay. My, I just had Thanksgiving with my mother. She's 82. She'll be 83. Well, this July, coming July. The best thing about both of my parents uh, being dead is this joke where I get to say... Um, I'll say, I'll drop that, like, real heavy, like, you know, oh, I lost both my parents. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, That's okay. Uh, and I can stay up as late as I want now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, never yeah. fails to, you know, Summer hates that joke. Why? Because I say it all the time. Oh, like, well, she's awesome. heard it a billion but times. But so, yeah. It's a good joke. Four times, uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, vi Vivacious Lady. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen Vivacious Lady? Of Human Hearts. Not. Of human hearts, so good. One of the great screwball huh? comedies. Never seen it. We can go up to the falls. It's beautiful up there. This is it. I love this. And there's a green pool. She's so bad herself. We can 
swimming. Is this the Gloria Grant? Grant? She's great. She thinks he's nuts. All she wants is a good time. But she don't want a crazy good time. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want romance. She doesn't want no. commitment. Romance is alien to her. Is this the blonde from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a little blonde that was sitting there. You, know. you think all of them are. Yeah. You like all of them. You like whatever, all boys. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh, my God. This scene is so good. So frustrating how great this movie is. So frustrating or just so... Oh, I mean, like, it just gets me tongue-tied. Like, there she is. What are you doing? Picketing? Oh, Mary. Picketing. Get it? I just yeah. happened to be passing by. <laughs> yes, so I noticed. Was that during all the union issues? You made up your mind? How's that? You made up so, your mind. So, you know, she's all right. already... She's in. in. She's in. Yes, she loves this guy. She, she knows what she, she wished. She knows what she wished. She wished. She wished death and destruction. She wished. What? No matter what happens, I'm sure she wished. So is Jimmy Stewart? And, and, and like I said, not to spoil what's coming, but for anybody that's watched the movie, they know she's all excited. The mom is beside herself because she's a loser. Fucking things up with Sam Ray. Sam Wayne, the rich guy. The rich guy. Yeah. But. I mean, oh, when does George Lasso is the moon? I seriously consider getting think, that as a tattoo. By the way, do you think that Jimmy Stewart just caves and and accepts his fate, or does he really love Mary? Like settles? Really loves. I think he really settled. Yeah, and the sex is great. <laughs> I really think he. Uh, I mean, come on, I can't. He loves her. Otherwise, why are we sitting here? That's retarded. But if he loved her, then 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 why did he, why did he make such a, why was he so crestfallen when his brother came back? If he loved because Mary, he's still was he dealing with the fact that was he going to take Mary brother. with him? No. No, I guess not. No, he wasn't going to take Mary with him. No, but he's still he can. St- all these emotions can coexist. That's the thing, I thought you would go thing, back right? to New York like Sam like, and Angie and the rest of them. See, he's, he's kind of bitter right now. Yes, so she, mm-hmm. for sure. So she doesn't kind of represent bitter. his failures of getting out of, yeah. out of, out of town. Right, like he's, you know, his self-esteem is plummeting minute by minute. Yes. My and family and she remains the glue. The glue or the like salve. <laughs> Sticks a little bit, but has a little bit of you know, uh, the viscosity. The You're right. Is she the glue or is she the, the, the healing ointment? She's the ointment. Okay. She's the ointment. All right, so at what point? Like, watch what a dick he is. He's a, I mean, he's a total dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a total dick in this right. scene. What's this? Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Wait, she drew, she's still, an artist. I, st- I see it still smells like pine needles around here. He's a complete ass. Yeah. Thank you. I love the way she says thank you right there, Dick. And like, yeah. And by the way, unlike George Bailey, she actually went to college, right? Another thing yeah, that's kind yeah. of galling. That's probably true. <laughs> I never thought about that, John. Nice, John. Never thought about that. She got out for a while. Nice about your brother Harry and Ruth, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring that up. She's trying to keep him there. He's getting ready to leave. She's trying to keep him there. So even in a microcosmic sense, in the house, she's trying to keep him from leaving. And in the macrocosmic sense, she's keeping him from leaving the town. Now, this is really... Have some more drinks, Johnny. Macrocosm. Slam in the Women podcast. That's going to be the title of it. It's a wonderful life. Except for all the damn women. no mistake. She's worth staying for. It's true. She's worth want? staying for. How could you say that? <laughs> How 
can you, and you can't. You, she you, just you, damned you him with the window you break. Can't pick both of them. <laughs> I can. You can't say that. She throws a stone and cancels out his wish and then say she's worth staying with. I can. How? She's gorgeous. And she she's is sweet. sweet. She's a she's sweet, sweet human being. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what she doesn't. I, you know what? This is probably the movie's misogyny and not mine, <laughs> which I probably have some of. But, yeah, listen. This is the movie's misogyny is that Maybe what's being posited here is that she doesn't understand the value of those dreams. His dreams? Yes. She doesn't understand the value of... Uh, She's pissed now. She just... She yeah, smashes the nice. record. I love when people break stuff. Breaking records. You know what? Because yeah. when I break stuff, I get she, in trouble. Do you think she's having second thoughts right about now? No. But we have to pay Hello? attention to this scene. By the way, Jimmy Stewart was very nervous to shoot this scene. Because it was... His first romantic kissing Hello. scene oh. uh, since 1940, since uh, Philadelphia story. He does it upright. Oh, right. Apparently, legend has it that he, he just threw out like two pages of dialogue. So when he snatches her up and starts kissing her yeah. in this moment, um, there was like two pages of dialogue that he just tossed aside because he was, again, in the moment. In the moment. In the moment. And doing it. And. Uh, he apologized to Capra after it, and he was like, got it. Yeah, got that it. shows how generous Frank Capra was. Yeah. Was he a generous director, Johnny? Well, well if you let him do that, yes, I would say so. You throw out two pages of dialogue. Look at Sam Wright, Wainwright. Still trying to keep things going with Mary while yeah. he's got all got a the, bunch of whores. While he's got the dames on the side. Hold us, baby. This movie's is already two hours long. Now, I will tell you this. One of the magic moments in all of cinema... Is when their noses brush yeah. together, and if you don't feel that in your soul, you might be a dick. You might, and you might be dead inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, watch uh, yeah. his nose on her hair. You can't smell yeah. that. That's why she's worth it, even though she makes that awful wish. <laughs> That's why. Cause Dream crusher. Them pheromones must be strong, man. You can smell her hair. Look at that. Oh my god. This is good stuff right here. Ugh. Rochester, well, yeah, look, Rochester? look, he's still he's still business minded, even for just a second. Yeah, but why he's would being, you go there uh, when you can hard. bring it over here? Right, he's right trying here. to be both places at once. Uh, yeah, this would never happen with speakerphone these days. Works. iPhone crushed this movie. And <laughs> shut up, Lydia. Watch the movie. <laughs> his reaction, his reaction here, yeah, to her is the answer to your question to me. This is why. Because it's overpowering, the love Money, he has. Yeah. For yeah, it's palpable, uh, isn't it? Yeah, oh my God. And it lingers. It's like this is so long. Watch. Ugh. Uh, great! How awesome is that, right? There's so much going on in this. Scene. Have you seen and anything like this minds. in contemporary film? In both of their minds, this is sexier than anything that's made today. As far and as I'm oh, concerned. when his nose pushes the shade. Now he's gonna throw that phone down. Well, I'm here. I love displays of anger in movies because. You can't do it in real life anymore. Chance of a lifetime. He's offering them. Yeah, he's see, telling yeah. them to invest. Hey, right, watch. He says it's the chance of a lifetime. Chance Perfect. of a lifetime. There it is. Oh, God, their noses. Now, you listen to me. I don't want any plastics. I don't want any ground floors. And I don't want to get married ever to anyone. You understand that? I want to do what I want to do. And you're... And you're... He can't do it. He just can't do it. George, George, George. 
Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's upset. There goes the Paris trips. Yeah. I got a little watery there. Got a little watery. Yeah, I got a little watery. Yeah, that's good I did stuff. It, but a tear did not drop. Yeah. I won't I, give you a tear, Dino. Congratulations, John. I have learned how to manage my tears until one particular scene where... All it, bets are off? Tell me what it is are now. Off. What is it? No. You'll know. Where's my tissues? She's got it the ain't brain coming for a while. Here, dude. It won't be the in the Dracula first part right there. of this podcast. It'll be in the second okay. part. And then look, there's the the town whore still hanging out. Well, yeah, know, she is a friend. She is a good friend. She's an extra. <laughs> By the way, they, <laughs> they just is. made a movie about her with Annette Benning. Annette Benning played Gloria, Gloria Graham. Oh, really? Oh, no, she, yeah. That's uh, a good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. Annette Benning. Annette Benning is one of the great working yeah, actresses. She's she's amazing. Yeah, that's a great choice. I love her, man. If either you two see a stranger around here, it's me. See here. Yeah. He's great. Hey, look, there's By the somebody way, driving this cab. John, I'm sure you know this. Dean, I'm sure you know this. The yeah. The cab driver yeah. is Ernie. Ernie. Mm-hmm. And the cop uh, is Bert. Bert. Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Mm-hmm. That's where it came from. There's yep. the kitty, Ernie. Here, come on. Call him, Mary. Because oh, somebody you know what we're gonna at do? Henson we're gonna Productions had good goddamn taste. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but Jim Henson is one of his favorite movies, I think. It must have been. The hottest music and the prettiest wife. Wow, that does it. Wow. Then what? Then what, honey? This is like the Dom scene in the <laughs> <laughs> I always thought about this honeymoon that they were going to go on. Yeah. But that, if, 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 obviously, they don't. Yeah. But would that have curbed it for him? Would that have curbed his wanderlust? Maybe. A little bit? Yeah, to have seen one other part of the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. One other thing? Huh. Would that have done it? Would that have... Would yes. that have, would that have Soothed I don't know. it, or, or would that have just great, pissed them off more? That's a great question. That's a great. It depends on where their honeymoon was. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were going to do it up. They had two thousand. If they're going to Cincinnati, probably not. You find yeah. out they got two grand. Yeah, two grand back then. Where could you go? Oh, where could grand? you go on two grand? Steubenville. They're going to Steubenville. Everywhere. Okay, yeah. I mean, they were going to do it up. <laughs> where so would that? Do have... we know? Do we know where they were going to go? Uh, they were talking about it in the. You know. Well, I think that's important to know. I think they were going overseas somewhere. I think they're going to Europe or something. So what's... I don't know. I'm we're, just we're gonna, I'm going to find out what's happening right now, correct? So apparently, I mean, is this... We're seeing, like, the Great Depression striking here, right? Correct. We're coming on the yes. Great Depression, the run on the banks, and we're also getting very bird. close to wrapping up part one of It's a Wonderful Podcast. For those of you who are listening... Uh, Still. We will take a little break. <laughs> All five of you. We will take a little break, and... Come back and do part two. All here in one sitting, but you'll have to wait another week for part two. So everybody wants their money out. Is that the, is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. wants their cash, man. There's a oh run on God. the banks. And there's another tearjerker scene. And you're about to see the, a cameo of Graham, Grandma Walton. That's right. He's in this film. I love his coat. Look at that coat. It's awesome. Love his hat. Holy mackerel. A phrase I... Still use? Still use. Holy mackerel? It's a yeah. good one. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel, I'm married. Is that in place of Holy shit man. or fuck? Uh, I still use shit and fuck, <laughs> okay. you know, without um, any question or pause. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that place. Look at Potter's place. 
Very Trumpian. Fabric in that room. Please, what for? Well, mobs get pretty ugly sometimes, you know. He's sniffing, isn't George, he? He's like a fucking bloodhound. He's fucking sniffing. This crisis. Look at him. I have just guaranteed the bank sufficient funds to meet their needs. They will close up for a week and then reopen. Just took Man. over the bank. Lionel Barrymore. I may lose a fortune, but I am willing to guarantee great-grandfather, your people correct? to... Yeah. I believe Just so. Tell them to bring their shares over here. And there was Lionel, John, mm-hmm. Ethel. Ethel. There was great, great. And Drew. And Drew. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so you see the, you see the dip. <laughs> that reminds me of that joke we told when we did the, you know, the, the layers of Steubenville fame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? There's Dean Martin. There's Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Then there's Jimmy, Jimmy the, the Greek. Greek. Than and you. Then you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, wait. Wait, uh, no. Wait, no, no. Tracy J- Lords. Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords. Then you. Then me. Then me. <laughs> There's a wall. There's, There's a big wolf. It's like, it's like the Grinch's oh. sleigh ride. <laughs> this thing isn't as black as it appeared. I love, I love the siren. From, I love the siren. From Steubenville that, a little fear that don't get their due. Yeah, oh, this yeah? is intense. Yeah. There's a, I have some news for you, folks. There's a famous uh, sheriff from Steubenville who cracked the Bundy case. Last name Katsaris. Really? Yep. I played soccer with his kid. In an upcoming film that's going to be debuting at Sundance with... uh, uh, I didn't know my that. Friend, Kevin McClatchy plays uh, Sheriff Katsaris in this film. Oh, crazy. Are you yeah. kidding? Kev- yeah, he's from, oh, he's Kevin from, is great. Yeah, Kevin, and, it's from, and he's from Steubenville. Awesome. Also, there's a uh, uh, a playwright and a screenwriter. Um, there's a play that'll be debuting at uh, Catco next June, I believe. Holmes and Watson. The playwright is from Steubenville. Okay. And uh, he also wrote the screenplay for uh, Mr. Holmes, the movie with uh, Ian McKellen. Okay. Who is this guy? Uh, his name escapes me at the moment. Oh, that would explain why you hadn't said it. Look up Mr. Holmes. Look up Mr. Holmes and the screenwriter. But he's from Steubenville. Stay away okay. from John great, Holmes. Great ad libbed moment coming up here. There's a lot of people from Steubenville. Uh, Wild Cherry. Come on. Wow, Wild Cherry. Remember we sang that song? Play that funky music, White yeah. Boy. We sang that together. Bobby Parisi, yes, we did. Yeah, that's it. Who's the screenwriter? Mitch Colon? No, not Mitch Colon. It says writers. No, screenwriter. Look up people from Superbowl with the name Semicolon. That could shed some light. Joe, you had one of those Potter houses, didn't you? Well, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten what he charged you for that broken-down shack? That's right, Here, Jimmy. Ed, you know, you remember you last him, year when things weren't going so well and you couldn't make now, your payments? Now, a scene like this well, doesn't work house, you? You if the extra Jeffrey Hatcher? Aren't... Yes, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Hatcher. Hatcher. Jeffrey Hatcher. Jeffrey Hatcher from Steubenville. Okay, I didn't know that. He considered Pittsburgh his Paris. Didn't we all? Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. And he's a huge... You would drive to Pittsburgh... You had to drive through this tunnel, we, we right, to, to get to Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're in the shithole, steel town. Like you have to drive through Weirton at that point. You had to drive mm-hmm. through Weirton. Right, right. You had to pass all sorts of like, uh, like there detritus. Mary. Yeah. Pony see up the money. Mary. See, see, Mary is great. Mary's great. Right. There, yeah. Mary's going to sacrifice it. their honeymoon money for this. That's true. So you had to drive through Weirton. Yeah. 
shithole. Right, can we steel stop tongue. for one second? Yeah. Those of you who are watching the movie, it's him. Tom, who wanted his $242. John and I agreed earlier. Tom's a dick. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, Tom asshole. is a dick. Tom's a dick. Yeah. He wants all of his money. I think it's Mrs. Thompson who's a sweetheart. Uh, do you think yes. so? Yes. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. But anyway, Pits- but driving Pits- through, uh, to driving to Pittsburgh, Greg had to go through this uh, tunnel. Yeah. And when you came out of the tunnel, Pops which I used to try to Pittsburgh. hold my breath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good luck mm-hmm. if you hold your breath through a yeah. tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You popped out of the tunnel. Boom. It was like... It was like you're getting punched in the face with right, awesomeness. Yeah. Grandma Walton. Here it is. 1750. Ad libs. That kiss he gives her, ad libs. Jimmy Stewart in the moment. God damn it. Smile was he? Bit. I mean, can he was a Grandma better Walton. actor? No, no. Jimmy Stewart's one of the greatest actors of no, all no, time. No, no, I know you say, you say one. Who is a better actor than Jimmy Stewart? Is he watching this movie? Nobody. No, so he gave his own money to do all this. You talking about contemporary or back then? Yeah. Okay, let me tell you something. De Niro couldn't do this. I'm a huge De Niro fan. De Niro could not Niro do this. Looking at pouring out the shots. De Niro could not do this. I'm not saying is he better. Could De Niro do this? Who is a better actor, Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. or whatever? Jimmy De Niro Stewart. could not do this movie. No, correct. no, 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 absolutely not. No, and by the way, Jimmy Stewart played some hard asses too. Yeah, he did. He played mm-hmm. some bad guys. So, uh, far and away, Jimmy Stewart is the better actor. They put the two dollars back in. The I'm ball. not picking him over them. I'm just no, saying. I'm just, that, yeah. No, I'm glad you said it because I'm a huge De Niro fan, and I can, without reservation, say that Jimmy Stewart is like light years ahead of that guy. I think the characters that Jimmy Stewart had were way were far more diverse than anything True, that right? De Niro ever. True, did. right? And when I'll De Niro tries, and when De Niro, tr- but but see, here's the thing. You could probably. Ki- uh-huh. here, I know this what? is interesting. All right, we're getting ready to wrap up part one here, kids. I'll pick up the De Niro versus. Uh, Come home. What home? Three twenty Sycamore. Well, a great line coming up. Whose home's that? The Waldorf Look Hotel. Eyes. Huh? Good lord. And we pause. All right, this is going to wrap up part one. Uh, Jimmy Stewart is going to his home. Home. The home he doesn't know is a home yet. Mm-hmm. Does not know is a home yet. Um. Let's let's finish off that conversation real quick about De Niro and Stewart before we take yeah. a break. Go ahead. So you were saying, so they're both distinct, right, in their personas and their mm-hmm. and like you can hear Jimmy Stewart's Midwestern sort of like drawl, right. right? And De Niro is is sort of limited by his his uh, New York kind of provenance. Mm-hmm. So they are limited in the roles that they can take. Right, like you can't cast Jimmy Stewart as a, 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 a an eighteenth century count, Mm-mm. right? Nor can you <laughs> I'd cast watch that movie. Well, though. I would watch the movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. But nor could you do it with De Niro either. Um, having said that, looking at their careers, and let's face it, De Niro's at the end of his, uh, and no. they're at a third. There were there was a good twenty five years of shit. After the third Meet the Fockers or whatever. <laughs> um, I still love him. Don't get me wrong. No, me too. But there's a there's another moment coming up. I, I, I You know, John and I agree to the, the the train station scene is one of the great screen acting mm-hmm. moments of all time. Which I will never look at the same mm-hmm. again now. Thanks yeah, thank you There's guys. another moment coming up in part two that I believe may be the single greatest moment of screen acting. Really? Yes. And, and I... I, as big a De Niro fan mm-hmm. as I am, I, 
I can't believe he's capable of um, of, of what we're going to see. Uh, I, I find it hard to believe that most human beings are capable of what we're going to see in terms of a cra- in, in terms of um, taking a craft to its apotheosis. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes part one of it. I don't even know if I use that word. I don't know. I don't know either. To me, but look uh, it up. You know that uh, we're gonna wrap up part one of it's a wonderful podcast. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed this part of it. We hope uh, you've enjoyed it enough to want to listen to part two. Which will be uh, available to you a, a week from well, now. Well, the hell of a tease, possibly the greatest single acting moment on film, yeah. and the move in the scene that makes Dino cry. So we got that. We got both that. I wonder if up they part line two. up. I wonder if they line up. Uh, one, I don't, I don't think they do. I, I think the, the movie, the, the, part the, two. movie <laughs> that makes me cry and the single. No, I bet you they don't. It's I'll interesting. Be, I can't wait. I'll be very also, surprised can I ask one question before we sure, go into part two? Yeah. Before we take a break? Will there be can more whiskey? There's oh, more yeah. whiskey. Same I bottle. I purposely got two bottles. You of know what old, I think you did? Old. I think you knew I was going to sit here for two and a half hours. <laughs> well, no, 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 picked, no. No, no, no. trapped, Johnny. No, I did the math. Yeah, There's, right. That's what I'm saying. You I, did the math. I, I, I did the You're math. You're like, this guy's coming over here for two and a half hours. No. I better give him, like, something that's $14.99. There's <laughs> We're going lowball on $16.99. And there's six people here. There's yeah. Greg, there's I, John, and there's me and you. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> Close one eye. I, I'm one okay. and a half. I am right. one and a half, Dina. And uh, Hansberry, remind them. Please rate and review and subscribe to us, uh, the podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Yes. Also, this is a huge YouTube. This is going to be a lot of fun for our YouTube because we're. It, if everything aligns, you'll be able to watch this picture in picture. Yeah, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis on YouTube. Guys. Subscribe yep. to that, nice. please, too. Uh, give right. me a thumbs up and that. subscribe. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> What's that? Subscribe on our YouTube you channel. You haven't subscribed to our podcast No, I got to do Yes, you have. Just say you have. Just say you have. have. Just say you have. I'm saying on YouTube I have. Okay. All right. Well, got to break fair. 50, Johnny. You could be number 50. <laughs> got it. Okay. <laughs> Until the next bottle, which will be the same bottle, we'll see you. <laughs>